Welcome to the In Short Supply Podcast. I'm your host, Daniela Buda. Together, we'll hang out and discuss all of the things, but especially what we are actually in short supply of ourselves. Let's get comfy. Hey, everybody. It's been a little while. It's been such a crazy, busy summer. So I found this like little pocket of time now to just come on and just chat for a little bit. Um... I hope everyone's doing well. I know that there's been so much change that's taken place over the summer um, as far as like personal stuff with people, myself included, um, the mask stuff, the vaccine stuff, the news stuff, like everything is just like all over the place again and um, it's hard to kind of like reconcile that. It's, It's hard to like come to terms with a lot of things and Um, (laughs) let me just say I've never been so, uh, thankful that I'm not on Facebook anymore. Um, all right, so let's, let's kind of, like, chat for a little bit. Um, it's been a crazy summer, and it's crazier that it's almost over. I was looking at the calendar today, and I was like, wait, (laughs) where did it go? What happened? And I don't even think it's just because I'm a teacher. I think that, um, everybody is feeling that. That, you know, even people who work throughout the summer are like, it flew, it's going so fast. Uh, so, I don't know, I just feel like I blinked and it's almost September. And, yeah, like, I've been so busy this summer, so I do feel like that definitely contributed to the fast-forward button that's been on my summer. But, yeah, it's been it's been a crazy, uh, crazy couple of weeks. I feel like I wasn't home all of July. Uh, between Arizona, and we know how that uh, ended up. (laughs) Arizona, then we had two weddings, then I went away to the Hamptons, uh, then we came home, or I came home, and then Frank and I just got back from our anniversary slash his birthday vacation. We went down to Marco Island in Florida, and it was great. It's funny, we went immediately into the tropical storm, which was, you know, very fitting for us. Why would anything kind of go according to plan? But it was really nice. It was really relaxing. It rained the first, like, day and a half, but then from Frank's birthday, which was Monday the 16th, all the way until we left, it was beautiful weather, and we had such a nice time. It was definitely needed, and I was a little nervous about going on vacation uh, in Florida, no hate, no shade to Florida, but, you know, it's a little crazy down there right now, and I was, like, a little hesitant, you know, once I kind of was, like, watching the news and stuff, and I said, you know what, we haven't been away together in two years, and we're just gonna be extra safe, and we're gonna have a great time, and that's exactly what we did. So, we had a really nice time. We're home now, um, obviously. We missed the dog so much. I really didn't expect the both of us to be that way like yeah of course we would talk about him we would miss him but like we were looking at pictures of him videos of him and I was like who are we but then again like that's that's all we know like he's our our little family member as he you probably can hear him he's like adjusting all of the pillows to best suit his needs right now which is very fitting um so yeah we've we've had a crazy busy summer and it's not even over yet um My best friend is getting married in two weeks, as well as Frank's sister is getting married in two weeks in the same weekend. 
I'm so looking forward to that. And it's like rapidly approaching. So we have a lot to look forward to uh, from that as well. Um, school is starting soon. Back to work. And I mean, if we're being honest, I didn't expect my back to work to look like how it's going to look. Um, but I'm like relinquishing control. I have no control over the situation. And I'm just going to try my best to be the teacher that I have been maybe not in 2020 into 2021 but you know try to give these kids some normalcy in the classroom and and hopefully do justice to the job now with that being said I've been spending a lot of time over these last couple of weeks really trying to think about what this school year is going to look like for me personally not what it's going to look like you know with like mandates or or lessons or curriculum or anything like that but really what it's going to look like for me personally in the sense of what I have to do for myself this year um I've really been thinking about it because again this is going to be another year where it's not normal uh so I can't just kind of go along with what I think the year is going to be like because, you know, I can't just think it's going to be like how it always has been before the pandemic. So I can't just like pretend everything is fine. I have to really like go back to basics and think about what I actually need to do for myself for this school year. So that was like a really long winded introduction to what I'm going to say. But I think the biggest or most important thing I can do for myself, or really, if I can speak generally, that all teachers can do for themselves for the beginning of this year, is really try super hard to maintain and establish, or excuse me, establish and maintain boundaries, professional boundaries, personal boundaries. And what does that look like? So for me, I think the biggest thing that I want to make sure that I do for myself for this school year is not work on the weekends. That is something I've done for the past six years and it does nothing but make me resentful. It does nothing but make my weekends go by super fast and I feel like I'm not enjoying the time that is mine. And, you know, I, I don't know, it just, it's, it's not sustainable, you know, regardless of, of a pandemic or not, you shouldn't be working all the time. And this was really important when we were working from home, like I was teaching virtually and there really was no clear line between like work life and home life because they were all taking place in the same location and the same room really. So I think for me, what I can do for myself this year is be really kind of dead set on not working on the weekends. So what's that gonna look like for a Monday through Friday? Well. Hopefully, I can have things planned out by like a Wednesday for the following week and then spend that Thursday, Friday, like making the copies that need to be made, uploading documents that need to be uploaded, you know, getting all of the activities ready to go so that I don't have to do all of those things on a Friday night, a Saturday morning, a Sunday morning or whatever. I am really passionate about that because I, I can see how I can easily like, you know, let go of that and be like, oh, I'll just do something on the weekend or I'll grade on the weekend or whatever. It can't happen. It can't happen because 
I just feel like if I'm giving 100% of my time to my job, I'm not showing up well in other parts of my life. And I've seen the aftermath of that. I've seen the burnout. I've experienced the resentment. I've gotten the, you know, the, hey, like, shut shut down your laptop, you know, conversations. And it's never worked. It's never been like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad I spent my whole weekend working. So I'm not going to. And I'll figure it out. Like, I think this year is going to be a lot of trial and error and uh, figuring out what works best. And I think that also contributes to, like, having, you know, realistic expectations for at least the beginning of the school year and seeing how it goes. Like, I can't expect a lot from my students even. And I know that's kind of like, maybe you're not supposed to say that, but let's think about this for a second. My incoming eighth graders spent all of seventh grade inside of a not normal school year and half of sixth grade in a not normal school year. So these kids haven't had a normal, you know, a normal school year (laughs) since fifth grade. That's wild. And now in fifth grade, how old are you? Like 10, 11? And now they're going to be 13, 14. And they're not, they haven't been inside of a classroom without a mask. They haven't been inside of a classroom without like plastic barriers separating them from their friends. They have had half days for, I can't even tell you how long. So I have to manage my expectations for them as well because they're not, I don't know, maybe they're not going to have the capacity to learn in the way that I have the capacity to teach. So that has to be, you know, a a realistic expectation for everybody, meaning like me as well as my students. Um, And as far as, you know, other expectations, like I can't expect to just like jump in with both feet and and think everything's going to be great. I think, like I said, a lot of trial and error is going to have to happen. And I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe some advice that I could give to myself as well as other teachers is one day at a time and take care of yourself first. You know, I, I spent a lot of time this summer on airplanes and I, you know, I've been thinking about that whole, you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you help someone else. And as cheesy as that is, you know, thinking about it in like a, a you know, a more like figurative way is like, yeah, I can't take care of other people until I take care of myself. And and that's an expectation that I need to have. It's not like this, oh, yeah, like this flighty thing where, yeah, of course I should be taking care of myself. And of course, self-care and blah, blah, blah. But no, like we actually have to do it. And I think it looks different for everybody. I think we, we put these like, these barriers around what it means to take care of yourself. And some people are like, well, you have to rest. Well, what does rest look like for me? It looks like, you know, reading or it looks like, you know, uh, organizing something that actually makes me feel better. And rest for somebody else could look like binge watching, you know, Netflix or, you know, uh, gardening or or knitting or like it, it looks different for everybody. So I think when we th- when we talk about taking care of ourselves, it's going to look different. And, and that's OK, as long as you're doing whatever it is that is going to make you feel good especially in preparation for yet another not normal year, I think 
you know, you have to put on that oxygen mask. And, and even if you think you don't need it and you can help everybody else, it's not sustainable. How long can you help someone else and burn the candle at both ends and until you're depleted? Teacher burnout and, you know, as corporate burnout, professional burnout is a real thing. And we were never taught how to balance that ever. I can't remember a time in college or even in, you know, new teacher orientation or talking to a mentor or whatever, where it was like, hey, make sure you have balance and make sure you take care of yourself. It was always, here's what's important for the students. Here is what, you know, you need to do to make sure that they're taken care of. And it was never like, you know, step away from the computer or, or step away from the grading. It'll be there on Monday. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm like living in this la-di-da summer, you know, fantasy world right now, but I think for, for my fellow teachers or all of us, like, what does that look like? What does it look like to take care of ourselves and show up well? And I, I mean, I would challenge you to ask yourself, like, what can you actually do? What's a tangible thing that you can do to make sure that you're setting yourself up well? And not even professionally, not even to like be a great teacher, but just to, because you are, but just to make sure that you're okay. And I think starting slow is probably the best bet. Like I, I always see people that are like, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, you know, and it lasts for the first week of school. And then you're like, well, I tried. I think for me, the one thing that I'm going to try to do is wake up in the morning and work out in the morning instead of coming home and working out. Because my schedule is going to be different this year. We're not doing half days anymore. I was able to come home, you know, in the afternoon last school year and work out before I had to jump back on the computer for like the afternoon session. So I would come home, I would work out, I would eat lunch, and then I would jump right back onto the computer. And it worked. But that's not how it's going to be this year. This year is a full day. So where I used to be home by 1 o'clock, now I'm not going to be home till I don't know, 3.30. So that cuts into my evening. And, you know, I'm probably going to be way more tired than I think I'm going to be. So getting up in the morning and working out before I go to work. Now, if you remember, I had a very you know, uh, scheduled morning routine for before the pandemic. So it was like, I was getting up at five, I was journaling, I was drinking coffee and eating breakfast, and really like having a, a leisurely start to my morning to leave by seven o'clock. And that's not going to be the thing anymore. But that's okay. Like, I don't need two hours to kind of like, ease into my day. Maybe I need 30 minutes of, of, you know, relaxing before I start my day. So I think what it's going to look like is getting up at five and working out till, you know, 5.30, 5.40, jumping in the shower, drinking the coffee, eating the breakfast, getting ready to go to work, and then leaving by seven. It's doable. It's absolutely doable. But I do think it's going to take some trial and error and seeing what works and, and you know, how long it's actually going to take me to get ready. Maybe it's actually not going to be that bad because if we're wearing masks again, well, we are wearing masks, but 
since we're wearing masks again, maybe I won't be doing a lot of makeup. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, what's the point? Maybe just some eyebrows and eyelashes and calling it a day. Um, but I do think that it's going to be hard when it comes to, like, continuing that momentum or, or having that motivation. Because right now it's like that fresh start feeling, like, you know, the, the new school year is coming and maybe you're going to buy some new clothes for yourself or maybe you're going to, you know, uh, get your a new laptop bag or whatever, something that's going to help you feel motivated to, to get back into the groove of work. And then that feeling fades. So what do you do to keep that momentum? Again, I think it's trial and error, and I think it's setting yourself up well. So for me, I I definitely think it's going to look like um, putting my workout clothes, like, right next to my bed when I wake up in the morning. So I just change into it and go downstairs into the garage and and do my workout. And there's no excuse, right? I think it's definitely going to be getting my lunch ready the night before, getting my breakfast ready the night before, um, picking out an outfit the night before, and... I do think that a lot of those things, while they are beneficial and it it helps you in the long run, I personally tend to feel, like, resentment in doing those things. Let me explain. Like, oh, you know, my, it's, it's all such a schedule and it's all such a routine. Like, okay, now I have to do my, my lunch for the next day, my breakfast. Now I have to pick out my outfit. I have to iron my pants or whatever. And it's like, oh, like all of these things, like it's all these things I have to do and it's nighttime and I want to relax and blah, blah, blah. So I get kind of resentful about it. And like, yeah, morning version of me is happy I did all of those things. But I don't know if that makes sense. Like I just get, I don't know, maybe like angry or, or I don't know, maybe just bitter because I have to do all of these things. And, you know, uh, during the week it just feels so monotonous. Um, and I think it's easy to get angry about that or resentful about that, but I mean, I guess the, the, the good outweighs the bad. I also think I'm probably planting thoughts in my head right now to make myself resentful and then I'm, I'm cutting myself off at the knees right away, but you get the idea. Um, I don't know. I think that I, I struggle with this, like, this idea of a new morning routine because I've had no morning routine for the past three months maybe um or two and a half months whatever like I'm talking I get up whatever I want to and my responsibilities in the morning are like waking up done (laughs) um washing my face brushing my teeth getting changed maybe running a brush through my hair um and walking Bucky like that's my first you know, order of business for the day. Get up, we go for a walk, come back, and that's pretty much it. Unless I have something planned for the day, but, like, I'm deciding what time that happens, and I'm deciding when I'm going to get up, and and I can lay in bed for an extra 30 minutes because he, meaning Bucky, will wait for me. And I have no, like, sense of urgency, and I'm a little nervous that the beginning of the school year is going to hit me like a ton of bricks. So I have a question. And if you do this, please message me because I need to know. Do you do like a trial run where you like a week before going back to work for your teacher, like you get up at the the time you're supposed to get up, you go through your morning routine and like you do these things to get yourself like back into the swing of things and let me know how that works. Because I've really never done that. I just, like, 
first day of school, I'm just like, okay, the alarm goes off at five and I hate myself. So if that works for you, can you just like let me know? Because I feel like that's really important. <sighs> anyway, there's so much change. I feel like that's happening in, um, my mom is calling me. Sorry. <laughs> um, there's so much change that's happening like in life right now. I just feel like people I know personally are going through so much change. Frank and I are going through change. My, you know, my, my brother and his, and it's just like, there's so many good things happening, but I feel like it's all like the timing of everything is like crazy. So I don't know. I, are you guys dealing with this too? I feel like end of summer into the fall, it already brings about change. Like that feeling of like a new season coming, fresh start. And I'm feeling that. I really am feeling that. But, and it's, it's exciting, but I, I also kind of feel like, I don't know, like a little sad that things are kind of, things are changing. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm just kind of like going off on a tangent, but with like this fresh start going into fall. I always, summer's my favorite season. I love the summer. I love the beach. I love, you know, uh, these like, you know, lazy days and, and doing what I want and, you know, all of these things. Um, but I always love this time where it's like the transition between summer into fall. And I do feel like we get gypped a lot of the time. Like, we go from like these like 95 degree days, humid, disgusting from like, you know, obviously like June until like mid-September and then all of a sudden it's like 20 degrees. Like we skip over fall a lot of the times or if it is, or you know, in fall it's like raining and dreary and not those like crisp sunny fall days that we like really think about all the time or like we see on TV or like I think of Gilmore Girls when I think of the fall always because it's always, you know, it's always just like perceived so like bright and the leaves are changing and all of these things but in reality it's like a storm cloud from September to November and then it's 20 degrees and we're cold so right now I'm pretty sure it's like 90 degrees outside and yesterday I got a package of like four sweaters that I ordered and Frank was like what are those like why are there big bulky sweaters coming into you know into our house what did you order? And I'm like, I just, I just felt like, I don't know, like I was happy and I wanted to have this like change, you know, these like new clothes and these fall outfits. And I tried them on yesterday and I'm like sweating putting them on and it's, it wasn't good, but I don't know, maybe that, maybe that'll help my motivation too. Some new outfits. I talked to a lot of people who say that something that helps them get motivated to work out is buying new workout clothes. And I totally understand that. Like, even if you work out at home, even if you're not going to a gym, like, makes you feel good. And, uh, or even better if you do go to a gym and you just, like, feel good walking in, right? I go into my garage with no one besides the dog and I'm still like, hey, look at my new gym outfit. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like these, like, changing times or seasons or, you know, uh, circumstances in, in life are rapidly approaching timing is crazy um but I'm really trying to like relinquish control and there's only all good things happening right now like you know uh, it, it everything's great and I sound like such a like Barbie doll saying that like everything is so great like 
that's not necessarily the case. Um, but I'm really trying to remain positive amidst maybe not some sort of great things. Like there's so much change happening. It's all good things, but there's been a lot of hard stuff happening too. And I've talked about this for, you know, two years almost at this point, but you know, I have great days. I have not so great days. Yesterday was not a great day. I was very upset yesterday about just some like, just some stuff. And instead of like wallowing in that for the rest of my day, I just was pretty mindful of like, shake it off. And, you know, you, you, you can still control how you react to the rest of your day. So, um, with that being said, like change is good. And, and there's all good things happening. But when you kind of come down from that, like feeling that good high, so to speak, and, you know, reality hits you in the face or a circumstance hits you in the face or, or confrontation hits you in the face or, you know, whatever, whatever situation comes about, like, how do you maintain that feeling that you had before that happened? And for me, like, I was having such a great day yesterday and then, you know, something happened and, it, you know, it wasn't so great. And I normally would just, like, admit defeat and be like, well, now my day sucks. But I tried really hard to not do that. So I did a workout and then I read for a little while. Um, and, you know, just trying to fill my day with things that were actually going to bring me joy after the joy was kind of taken away. Um, I did this workout yesterday. I'm kind of all over the place right now. I did this workout yesterday on Peloton. It was a body weight strength uh, workout. So it wasn't on the bike. It was on the app. And it was like a Disney Spotify themed uh, workout. And I thought I was going to love it. And I'm so sorry. I won't say who did the class, but oh my God, I hated it. It was just like torture. And I liked the music, but like it just wasn't what I was expecting. The instructor was kind of driving me nuts. And I had just done a Disney ride with Cody Rigsby, who I live for. Um, and that was great. So I was like, oh, this is going to kind of be the same thing. It was not Cody Rigsby who did the uh, um, body weight strength class. And I don't know, maybe I just need to lower my expectations. And I didn't love the workout as it was happening. I was kind of like, mm, this isn't for me. But now this morning, I'm feeling a little sore. So maybe I need to just shut up and deal with it because it obviously did what I needed it to do. Um, but yeah, I'm really trying to, that's the one thing I'm kind of front loading here, like working out every day in the anticipation of doing it every day once I go back to work. I, uh, when Frank and I were on vacation, we worked out every day that we were there and normally I would have never done that, but it is a mental game. Like I felt better when I did it so that I, you know, I didn't feel like I was just kind of like being a gluttonous animal for the whole week um because that's always what vacation has looked like in the past like eat so much drink so much lay around and like roll yourself to the airport when it's all over I realized that I completely enjoyed myself completely enjoyed myself and didn't eat like garbage for a week um and worked out and drank a ton of water and still had a drink or two or still, you know, enjoyed the fries or the dessert or whatever it was, but it wasn't like be, you know, it wasn't just like 
throw caution to the wind and, and roll yourself to the airport when it's all over. It was very much like enjoy yourself, but still take care of yourself and show up well for yourself. And that's what I did. And I mean, there were mornings where I was like amped to go work out. Like, yes, this is so great. Like the resort had a Peloton bike. So I was able to sign in and do my rides. I had the app on my phone. I was able to do good workouts. Um, and we were only in the gym for about a half hour every day, but it, it helped and it worked. And, you know, I was like hobbling around the resort because I was actually sore and, it made me feel better knowing that I still took some time for me and was able to then, you know, read my book and enjoy it or, you know, lay around by the pool or, or have the rest of my day and not have it be filled with, like, just french fries. Although there were many days where there were french fries involved. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's been a crazy summer uh, filled with really good things, filled with hard things, filled with anticipation and a little bit of anxiety for what's to come next. Um, but I think the point of this is to kind of just check in with everybody. And I think we're all kind of feeling the same way, especially my teacher friends. Um, if you're listening, you know that we've got this, even if we don't feel like we do. So give yourself some time, enjoy these next two weeks, and just know that it'll all be fine in whatever that's going to look like. So thanks for listening. I hope everybody is enjoying this day, enjoying the week. I think it's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Um, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Looking forward to what's to come next. See you later. Thank you so much for listening to In Short Supply. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share. Intro and outro music by Kevin McLeod.